One, two, one, two. Welcome back, everyone. This is Two Girls on the Mic, and I am Miss Lala, sitting across the way from me, grinning like a Cheshire cat. I am. <laughs> I am. I am. You got to say, oh, she no. is. I'm she not is. Why don't you ever join in with my musical repertoire? Shazza. It is what o'clock at night. No, they don't need to know that. Look, yeah, they I do. am. I am. She is. You're just a hater. I'm just not doing it. Just introduce yourself. She was. (laughs) Right. You know who this is right now. All now people don't know who you are, but you're singing musical (laughs) interludes. Right. So, I am Miss She Talks, and we are back here for another episode, season two, episode two of Two Girls in a Mic. So, La, what are we talking about today? Okay, so, firstly, I need to shout out to the MOBOs, MOBO Awards. They very kindly invited me to come to a screening. Well, both of us, but only one of us could make it. Um, They invited us to a screening of watching the latest movie of Mary, Queen of Scots, which I went to go and watch just yesterday. And I have to say, that movie was, I would give it 8 out of 10. That's a big score. It is a big score. I advise people to go and watch it simply because, do you like, um, are you a fan of um, period dramas? Not really. Right, I really like them. I like historic historical stories. So I like, I do like period dramas. I like stories that are set kind of like in ancient Egypt. Um, stories to do with um, Rome, you know, the Roman Empire and things like that. So I was like, okay, I'm kind of intrigued because I've heard, you know, these stories many times before and they're always told from a perspective of kind of like, okay, well, this was the queen and this is how long she reigned for and this was his or her biggest achievement you know during during their reign yeah mm-hmm. for the most part whereas this was really interesting because it kind of looked at it from a um, perspective of the woman and then i got to fi- find out later on that the director is a woman the person that actually wrote the movie was also female and you could tell because they had so many different things in there to do with feminism and how women of that time even though you know mary was royalty she was a queen she was still seen as just a woman and even men who were like you know born beneath her if you like Mm -hmm. you know they still had some claim to her Mm. like she was still considered beneath them they were literally her and um, queen elizabeth the first who i believe was her sister they were just kind of like figureheads they were just there just to kind of like pro create and to make sure that they just secure the bag secure the kingdom essentially so they were kind of went through all the nuances of them trying to kind of navigate that system of being the figurehead of a country and having their you know their court or their advisors mostly men they were the Mm -hmm. only women there Mm -hmm. and having these men kind of determine how their life is going to go when these women were very capable of kind of ruling the country if they had the the support of these men and also the support of each other but having the support of each other meant they kind of put their lives in danger Mm. because the minute the two of them the minute the two of them were seen as getting on all of a sudden it's now a threat our country is under threat Mm -hmm. because now you want to form alliances with someone that you shouldn't form alliances with you should form alliances with this person here or this group over here it was just really interesting to kind of see how that all panned out and how these two women had to kind of navigate through these men who were literally trying to control them like from when when they were supposed to give birth what sex they should give birth to which as we know nowadays you know technology will tell you that the 
the man's sperm determines the sex of the child. But back then, they didn't know that. It was Mm. literally the woman's fault. If you gave birth to a girl, that's Mm. you. It's got nothing to do with the man. So, Mm. and women believe that as well. It's like, yes, I can, you know, I can give birth to a boy. And then all of a sudden you've got a girl. Mm. Now it's your fault. You promised us a boy. Where's our boy? Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? So all of that they've got to deal with as well. So I would advise everyone to definitely go and watch it. It's definitely shown from a different perspective from the regular period dramas that you're used to. Right. And I, I just really rated it. No, yeah, I think you don't you need to be a fan of, um, would you need to be actually a fan of the monarchy before you go to see it? Because I'm no. really into all of that. No, you don't at all. It no. literally is showing two women who you would assume would have all the power in the world, but they actually, they didn't have any power. And that's only because of, because of the way patriarchy has been set up. Mm. You could be the queen of the entire world, but if there's a man out there, it doesn't matter what he says goes. Right. Right. Yeah, you're so just there. Kind of, does it so it's kind of shows their navigation. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. So, you know, right. you're just there as a figurehead to look pretty, to make sure that, you know, to the outside world, everything is blessed. We've got a queen, you know, we've got a king, you know, the queen's a, she's going to be pregnant, she's going to produce an heir which solidifies us as a country and as a power as a nation, blah blah blah, all of that. Mm-hmm. And then whatever the wants and needs of the said woman, queen doesn't 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 really come into play mm-hmm. you have to do what is what we deem as right and that is you know whatever we decide as a man and it was interesting even from the the you know the main kind of um characters in there the the men in there as well like you get to see how they kind of came to understanding that like what are we doing some of them anyway like mm. bruv what what is this what's going on so i really enjoyed it i would definitely recommend it as a good watch and we you know we clapped at the end of it as well which was a very good sign um adrian lester the actor he was there afterwards to do q a he does yeah and that's another thing about this film as well normally with period dramas especially if they're set in the united kingdom the majority of the cast in fact all of the cast tend to be white mm. with this one there was obviously adrian was in it he's a black man there was another lady in there she was of east east asian descent as well so it's a very diverse cast playing like you know very um playing lead roles playing main roles so even for me watching it i'm like oh okay this is i don't know how i felt about that actually because i'm of the thinking that if it's a historical drama, if it's based on real actual people, I think you should stay true to the race and mm. to the race and to the race of the characters. Yeah. If it's fictional, if it's something like James Bond or if it's like, you know, a superhero movie, I don't, don't really care because it's, you know, it's fictional. You can make it up. You can do what you want. Um, yeah. So watching that and I'm like, oh, man, this is based on a true story. I don't know if this this kind of works for me, but... It, it did. I mean, everybody did their roles well to the point where you actually forgot that that oh, that's a black, that's a black man playing that role, or that's an Asian person playing that role. Blah blah blah. Why do they? Do, do you say or do you know that they weren't? They weren't of that background. The main people that they played were were white. Like, remember this in is real life. in real life, yeah. And that's that's where I'm coming from. I'm like, right. if the character is a real character, yeah. an historical figure. Yeah. It's like making Malcolm X white. He wasn't a white man, he was black. Yeah, but aren't they just background characters? No, because they're real people. Right, so they were... why did they do, did they explain why they did that? Why they chose um, to? Not really. What Adrian did say was that, you know, 
um, historically, because period dramas tend to be all white, what it does uh, what it does do is paint the perception that there weren't any black people here at that time, at that period, which he's totally right about. However, mm-hmm. if we're staying true to the story and if we're talking about the main character surrounding, you know, Queen Elizabeth yeah. and Mary Queen of Scots, they weren't black, they weren't Asian, yeah. they were white. But then can we get into that? Because what, so what was the point? Doesn't that maybe smack of a bit of tokenism, having him there mm. just because you want it to look diverse. If it wasn't diverse yeah. and you're doing a true-to-life story, it, was there any need for that? What did, did Was that tackled? No, they didn't tackle it. They just right. said, you know, he just came from the perspective of that, you know, people think that there weren't any black people yeah. in England at yeah. that time, you know, and there was, which he's yeah, right we, about. Yeah, but my thing is, however, mm. if we're talking about an historical event, we're talking about historical characters, real characters, not made well, up fictional saying, stuff. Not even characters, yeah. people. They're actual people. We should stay true to, like, if it's, if it's an argument, you know there's this argument about James Bond, James whether Bond, or not yeah. Idris Elba should play him. My thing is, I don't really care one way or the other. That's yeah. a fictional character. Yeah. And also I think as well, I think if we found out tomorrow that Idris had been given you know, the role as James Bond. Yeah. I know that he could body it. Yeah. Right. He would destroy it. And people... The, I don't know, actually. I think he'd do really well. Yeah. Simply because I think there are people out there who are saying, oh, what if we gave a white actor the role of Superfly? I'm like, go ahead, because I think it would flop. Because mm. I don't think a white actor could play a character like Superfly in the way that Idris could do a James Bond. Because of the character traits. Because of the character traits and just, it would just be wholly ridiculous. Whereas I can see Idris playing a James Bond. Whether you like Idris or not, he could definitely do that character. I feel like like he's got the, if just diverting slightly to that topic, I feel like he's got, as I said, going through it, suave, tall, good looking, attractive, you know, all that sort of stuff. I think he's got that. Um... And it's not, not, I don't say because he's black, but I, it wouldn't work for me. Whereas mm. maybe someone with, whose acting is a bit kind of more like Adrian Lester. I know mm. they're actors, so they've got different styles, but they're acting, so yeah, they can probably yeah. turn a few more tricks. Um, <laughs> like, I feel like I could see Adrian Lester or someone in that, in, in the way Bond. he acts, mm. the, in the things I've seen him in, but in the things that I've seen Idris in don't allow probably mm. my maybe blunted imagination Mm -mm. to um, see him as James Bond. But Mm. he does have the criteria. So I see on the flip side why you say um, maybe it really couldn't just be any old Joe that would play... Um, super, what do you say? Superfly, super yeah. Just, or Shaft I'm just thinking that, yeah. Like that, I'm like, okay, go ahead. There's but... a certain kind of swag mm. that perhaps is attached to. Um, an African-American mm, and mm. that whole kind of era and the music and the, the clothes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're kind of It's, right it's funny that. because I, I, re- I, whenever I think of those debates or I think to myself, the only people that actually care about whether or not a black man, any black man would be Idris or anybody else kind of get, um, would get this role, kind of like male, white and middle class. Nobody else really, really cares. Like mm. black people, we don't really... I don't, we're not going to write in the street if it just doesn't get this role. But at the same time, if he does get it, be like, okay, cool. Mm. But I just, <laughs> I just find that quite funny. But yeah, so that was that was another thing of the movie, the very diverse cast in mm. the kind of main 
role. So it took a while for me to get used to the optics of that. Mm. But that's only because I ha- I've never seen it before. Right. But they, they all did, they played the roles really well. Like I couldn't, not the acting, it, it was good. I wasn't like, I'm so disturbed by this. I just think just, just for authenticity, I think that people should just stick to historical real characters as they are if that makes any sense well you yeah. just stick to the race of the character yeah they are. yeah so yeah so that was that was my night what about you what you've been up to um so i became an auntie again for the second time so i've just been fussing over um my new nephew um shout out to the young king and um that's it really kind of getting into the year mm. um just you know, obviously, 2019 has been plotted since about mid 2018. <laughs> yeah. So just kind of getting into the swing um, of the year and making sure I steer it in the direction that I need it to go. Last year, I had um, my word of the year was intentional, and this year was is um, organised progression. But there's also some intentionality about that organised progression. So mm. I'm just trying to bring life to um, that that kind of motto or that kind of labelling that I want to give to this year and making sure that every step I take in terms of work, things outside of work, side hustles, all that kind of stuff is done with those kind of things in mind. And also, you know, my social life. <laughs> but yeah, so that's course, it really. Of course. That's it. Okay, so let's get into the show. What are we leading with? All right, so, oh, <laughs> have you done the 10-year challenge yet? No, and I don't intend on <laughs> doing it. I think it's such a... Okay, so I've done the challenge, but then I started looking at other people's challenge, and I just thought to myself, this wasn't a challenge for black people, really. Mm. They should have gave us, like, 30-year challenge, because mm. everybody looked like they took their pictures, like, five minutes ago. Even though the only way you could tell that it was a long time ago was the quality of the picture. Mm. But other than that, people pretty much looked the same mm-hmm. the only thing that was probably different was maybe a different outfit different hairstyle facially no cracks no bumps no lumps no Everybody's nothing it's like yeah one's looking all right we're doing all right <laughs> but um i think given that we're only like 17 days into the new year mm. i think we needed some like relief like that because we've had a a, a good couple of two weeks already with the whole R. Kelly saga. We've had, you know, a lot of things, a lot of abusive things happen happening online. Mm. You know, this yeah. whole Brexit thing that's going on. So, you know what? I was like, people do your little 10 year challenge. Yeah. If it helps you to get away from just the nonsense that's already been kicking off, do it. I just think it's like mm. really kind of, I don't mean to be like the Grinch that stole Christmas, even <laughs> though you're Christmas be. is over. <laughs> but I'm just like, really? It's, 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 it's just boring. And mm. because I think it's kind of... It's kind of just... Look at me. Mm. Look at me. Look at me. It's just like really the kind of base level of hashtag challenges, isn't it? <sighs> and also, mm. I just feel like... It would be far more interesting for me to hear about people's personal development in mm. 10 years. Do you know what I mean? Like being able to say 10 years ago, I left med school. Yeah. Now I'm such and such. Or 10 years ago, I was just about to go into labor. Look at my child now. Mm. 
thought, you know, 10 years ago, I was homeless and didn't know what my next move was going to be. Yeah. Now I'm such and such and such, or this is where I am, you know, in my professional life, in my personal life. I just feel like this is me 10 years ago with really thin eyebrows <laughs> or, you know, a grown out high top. Mm. And this is me now sometimes people are still using filters on there. Mm, this is mm. me now. I just found it really, <laughs> really boring. Just there like, was this one girl. Oh, this girl. What's her name? She, oh, Renee. That's it. This girl who had um, a bit of an Instagram story. No, a Twitter story where she was chasing some girl around London with her wig off. Um, that's another story in itself altogether, which was ridiculous. But she did her 10-year challenge. And you know when people expose themselves... And what like, was she exposing? So basically, she's 23. So she took, posted four pictures of herself, obviously a current one and the one 10 years ago. Only people clocked onto the fact that one of the pictures where she's holding the phone was an iPhone, what was it, iPhone 7? So if it's 10 years ago, the iPhone 7 wasn't out. But that's what I mean. It's like, it's what are you doing? It's like, you know, when someone so wants to be social media famous, it's like, nah, blood. And also she's 23, which meant 10 years ago she was 13. You were 13. So yeah, but the picture you posted is of you with a full weave, flipping contour. I bet people do, you have, know, weaves. do, do but, have weaves at 13 though. No, man, the way Contour people... and like looking like a proper, when I say grown, like mm. grown, grown, grown. Like, where were you going at 13 with an iPhone 7 10 years ago? Yeah, maybe not that. Maybe <laughs> not all of that. But I think that's, you know, that's kind of why the challenge to me is just dumb. Because it really is, mm. when you think about it, there's nothing challenging about it in saying... Well, it depends at- on how you approach the challenge because somebody could very easily like this was me 10 years ago like you said I was homeless wasn't doing this that and the third and this is me now I've got the job of my dreams da, 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 da. depends what aspect of your life you want to highlight yeah but people haven't been doing it for mm. that you just said they've just been doing it of this is what I looked like then yeah. this is what I look like now that's what I'm saying if it was this is where I was then, mm. but this is where I am now. I'd kind of like take a bit more interest in it, but literally everyone I've seen mm. has just been saying, this is a picture of me in 2008 stroke 2009. Mm. This is a picture of me in 2018 stroke 2019. And I'm like, I, d- I don't get how that's interesting. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah, especially yeah. where it's like, if it's friends, I'm like, mm. if we're on social media together, especially like if we're on Facebook together, I can probably just scroll through to you. That's <laughs> about the time when we were joining Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it was like 2007, 2008. So just, mm. just go back to my first profile picture. It's still there <laughs> if it's like really that interesting. But the word challenge as well. It's mm. just like, what's challenging about it? That's why I'm saying it's base level. And it's just about, look at me, look at me, look at me. And I realise that this just sounds really like, oh gosh, oh, it's just a bit of fun. Get over yourself. I get that. I get that. <laughs> but it's still like, meh, I'm not interested. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, literally just scrolling past, looking at this, thinking, what, what am I supposed to find, you know, interesting in this? So yeah, I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. But if people do want to turn it into, you know, actually setting out the major changes from the 10-year position, uh, yeah, I would think. I would be like, you know, I'd be interested in that. But I think (laughs) if it's just kind of like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. yeah, It's okay. Thanks. Bye. I guess it depends. (laughs) It depends on the individual. Some will do it like that and others will just be like, oh, 
I was cute then and I'm cuter now. Yeah. And, well, I literally haven't know. seen anyone do it like that. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the problem. I haven't seen not one person do it outside of vi- the visuals of it. <laughs> um, but okay, so what else has uh, been popping off um, on social uh, media? There's okay. been all the talk about the Gillette advert. Yeah. So Gillette. The best man can You know, they've been using that tagline for about 30 years, officially. Yeah, I mean, that's a big tagline, though. That's huge. That's a huge, huge thing. And, like, everyone's familiar with it Mm -hmm. of all different generations. But, you know, they've decided to go in a different direction with their latest ad campaign. Um, Following behind kind of, like, the Me Too movement, um, they've decided to kind of um, just kind of get behind that. Um, And they've kind of taken a new approach in that so when you say they this is Gillette as Gillette. the company yeah yeah um so they've taken a new approach which is basically to stop with the old adverts that they used to do of men kind of seen what they used to do in the adverts like kind of just being very um Masculine, masculine, like but typically, you know, masculine. typically masculine, like yeah, stereotypically. Rather. So, shall we say, not that it was necessarily bad, but kind of being very like one-dimensional, right? This is a man, and that's it. When we know that men come in very different, as do women, come in very different, different forms. So they, um, so they released this ad- advert, and some men aren't too happy. Some women aren't too happy with it because they think it kind of panders to kind of like right. feminine, let's take, yeah, let's take feminist ideals. Let's take it back a step. So they they had the first advert, which yeah. was like you described. Now the second advert shows um, a number of scenes. So for example, there's a scene of a girl walking past a guy who stood in a doorway mm. and the guy's eyes follow her and he almost like turns to as if he's going to maybe catcall her or follow her and quote unquote harass her. And then another dude stops him at the door and is like basically saying to him, that's not cool. Mm. There's a scene where there are two kids fighting at what seems to be maybe like a children's party outside. And whereas before it might have been somebody saying, oh, boys will be boys. Yeah. A man actually goes in and separates them and is saying like, that's not how we, that's not how we treat each other. Mm. Um, I think there's another scene of um, a guy um, walking with his son. I think I remember and again walking through pushing through a crowd and separating um two guys that look like maybe they're they're about to be engaged in a fight and so it's it shows men doing positive things socially positive things standing up for other people stopping their guy friends from acting out and things like that so I think it's that the whole point is, like you said, tying it in with the Me Too thing. Um, that scene of him, a guy stepping in and stopping mm. the other guy, stepping to the woman in what was obviously going to be a kind of harassing type form, which we all know happens. We've talked about it on this show um, last season before. That all those specific scenes that I've described and the other ones that I've no doubt missed show men doing good. Let's just call it that. Yeah. And that is where that seems to have caused the backlash. <laughs> Which is so weird to me. I know. The one thing that I would <laughs> say, though, is that 
I was following this thread on Twitter talking about whether there is actually a genuine backlash mm. or whether the media are actually picked up on a few disgruntled people yeah, and, then and decided uh, to make a story out and, of it. And then they're calling yeah. it a backlash. That's what I think, really and truly, because yeah. I've seen like men on Twitter like saying, boy, if this is what you guys are annoyed about, then you know, you need to find something else mm. to be annoyed about, really. And I think the advert does actually show the best of men. Like, mm. this is, like, I don't... For me, when I was watching it, I'm like, I know men that do this. I've, I've known men like this who, who do the act good like this. Do the good do the bad. Do the good, like, right. my entire life. And what people are missing is the point of the, the fact that those men do not haven't historically been highlighted. Men who are like, that's wrong, Let's not do this. Or men who actually support women mm. and can see that, you know, when utter nonsense is going on, mm -hmm. they don't feel no way to step in and be like, yo, you can't do that. Mm. And it's like, as a man, why would you be upset about them showing a different side of you that is a good thing? Yeah. That's the bit I didn't understand yeah. why anyone... Because I, I think people saying whether it's you know widespread or mm. if it's just like we're saying the disgruntled view that <laughs> is it an advert trying to tell men what to do mm. but even if it is an advert trying to tell men what to do what's wrong with that mm. Mm. we've had visuals of um still do what women yeah. should could be in adverts going back to like the oxo mom you know, the archetypical mom in mm. the kitchen whilst nobody else is in there assisting and she's whipping up a storm and then she's going to, you know, bring the... Um, the, <laughs> the chicken gravy, out. Yeah, the yeah. chicken out and the gravy out to her family. Yeah. Um, and that was all kind of, you know, stereotypically what we think a woman should be. Then you have the chocolate adverts where mm. women are sitting in baths Unwrapping Waiting for their man bars. to come yeah. through the window and rescue them with a right? box of chocolate. All of that kind of BS. <laughs> so mm. we've had all of that for years and there didn't seem to be from men, mm. right? Mm. Forget about from women, from men. There didn't seem to be any kind of uproar like, how dare you pigeonhole yep. women like this? How dare you try and dictate how women should be in the house and out of the house? How no, there wasn't any. Mm -mm. <laughs> Silence. Silence in the dance. So it's kind of weird now if there is any kind of body of discontent yeah. about this advert. Well, I'm reading here that apparently on YouTube, their um, reports show 352,000 likes and 738,000 dislikes for the mm -hmm. advert. Yeah, Who's somebody was that? talking, but somebody was talking about that the, they felt that that even that may have been. Um, Do you mean like, like manipulated? Yeah, manipulated. No, I don't think. I don't think whatever you're looking at was doctored. But I think that the the like dislike ratio, people were questioning whether it had had been created because you know people can do that. They yeah, can just yeah. buy buy bots or create bots that will dislike, 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 and so it mounts up. Um, so there was talk about that, but it's it's weird that um, when advertising centres men mm. in the way that it has, that there should be any like there should be any response to it. Why is it different from 
all that has gone before vis-a-vis women. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Even which way or agree- agreement or disagreement. And then we can answer why there would be a talk of agreement about it because mm. as you rightly pointed out, we've never historically seen men in in a positive mm. role. Even when, even when you have adverts that are kind of like trying to maybe jokingly show up things about men for example you know when it used to be Yorkie the man size bar <laughs> and um like the Lynx adverts just really yeah it, it always plays on either men and how they're positioned vis-a-vis women mm. or it plays on men and their strength so them being brute mm. men or it plays on I think I think those are the two kind of tropes that yeah. I really kind of see on heavy rotation in like men's adverts. Because even when you think of links, it had, you know, it had that the links effect was mm. drawing women. Mm-hmm. When it was, there's something else that was, um, ah, the other thing about men's adverts, or it is group activities mm. of just men. men. So like, you know, all the beer <laughs> adverts, <laughs> Boddington's. Yeah. Was it Boddington's? No, no, there no. was one, Follow the Bear. Do you remember that? From yeah, 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 yeah. Ago? Right. And the Foster's adverts. I remember right. those, yeah. Right. So they all, they all kind of fall into these really narrow definitions mm. of men, men's behaviour, what men do for, you know, in their social life. It's all, it was actually quite narrow. So I think even this... Um, Gillette advert which if I haven't made clear I really like it yeah I love it I thought it was great I'm like this is what I want to see like I'm tired of the old tropes they're very one-dimensional like I said I kind of related more to this than I do the you know the other adverts that they used to show only because like I said I know men that have that do that yeah because it's part of their nature to do it like it's no problem for them to kind of like stand up for a woman if they see that she's being harassed or you know talking to a young kid who is maybe bullying another boy or Mm. or things like that i'm like okay this is more of a definition of a man that i see Mm. someone who's an ally someone who you know wants to be a great member of their community serving their community and just kind of someone who yeah like i don't understand why why you have an issue with that i just think i think people the people that were upset i think they logged on to the fact that they feel like it's part of this um you know feminist agenda and they're trying to whatever they feel it is is they're trying to define agenda that's I, I don't think so whatever upsets people oh it's a feminine thing it's the feminists they're at it again blah 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 because obviously women aren't allowed to talk so if we do talk and if we're saying something yeah but I don't think the, the adverts weren't created no i I, i'm not saying that they were i'm saying the people who are disgruntled about it are saying that their argument is that it panders to whatever they think the feminist agenda is yeah that's and i'm just like no it's just kind of showing men in a different light that maybe you're not used to and Mm. you're uncomfortable with that Mm. so maybe you need to look at yourself and 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 have a conversation with yourself as to why this aspect of seeing man or or manhood makes you uncomfortable why do you want to be seen as this kind of virile brute 
you know. And what's to say that those yeah. things that we've described, the ones that I was able to recall from that advert, what's to say that those things don't show men in, in being virile? Mm. Like, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not cancelling out anything mm. um, from men. But it's just, actually, I think what it's doing is, like you said, it's kind of widening, widening the scope of so-called, quote unquote, um, masculinity. Even though yep. I'm, I'm really beginning to see the redundancy in the term masculine and feminine and all the rest of it um as time moves on they don't really have 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 a relevant import in my view now but perhaps that's another conversation yeah yeah i mean it could go on for a while but well done to gillette and those that don't like it just you know you better get comfortable with being uncomfortable because i can see a lot a lot more brands kind of doing more of their um like advertising campaigns in this in this way yeah. we actually already had it with um nike and colin kalpernick so yeah so, so anyway but can i just ask just about that um of because that's perhaps a more interesting question mm. about it about adverts about corporations advertising in ways that are seen to be socially responsible do you think it's genuine or do you think it's riding a wave riding a wave and does riding that matter? A um depends what the outcome is but the outcome that they want is more dough yeah we live in a capitalist capitalist society so how do you get around okay so let's say for instance like I'm, I'm like a really huge shoe brand, yeah. Mm. And I come to you and I'm like, okay, Cheryl, can see what you're doing online. We really like your movement. You know, mm. we can see that people are gravitating towards you, blah, blah, blah. We'd like to involve you in our product in some way. Now as a business, obviously I'm a business. So I'm, I am there to make money. Mm. And I, I don't necessarily, it, it depends how you feel about capitalism really and truly how strongly you feel like these brands are um, exploiting and profiting mm. off of certain social, social issues. Mm. Is it detrimental to the actual message at the end of the day, even though these brands have a huge platform and can reach X amount of people. Mm. So it's a, it's, a bit of a catch 22 situation so you now mm. as the, the person that is the brand or is is the thing that they want to kind of link themselves to is for you to kind of decide whether or not it's worth kind of linking with them is it going to damage what you're trying to say right. is it going to damage you yeah. as a brand is it going to make people look at you funny and like like yeah. what are you doing yeah. and also as well you need to look at the history of of the company that is approaching you like what have they done beforehand have they been a bit dodgy so Mm -hmm. you've got to weigh up the pros and the cons because you you know you can use it to your advantage if you want to because at the end of the day decide whether or not if it's more important to get the message out yeah or or what so i think i I think think each i think you're right i think essentially each step that we go in this direction with if there are more and more companies, businesses, corporations trying to become socially aware, each each one as they step forward will have to go under mm. the same consumer and also non-consumer scrutiny. 
All right, so let's go on to the next subject. So you were saying, um, La, that Batchat is back, yes. which I noticed. Because mm-hmm. um, I saw this four-minute episode on YouTube. Mm. So I clicked on it, and I was watching it, and they were introing, apparently they're at some house abroad, some villa, sorry, abroad, all the yeah. usual suspects, yeah. a couple new faces it looks like are going to be on there. And then at the end of the four minutes... The, one of the annoying dudes, Lucas, I get active on man, I get active. What do you mean you won't marry me? <laughs> got on there and started talking about, oh, if you want to watch the rest of the episode, mm. or if you want to watch the episode, you have to pay for it. So I was like, next video. <laughs> I was like, oh. So, <laughs> so I paid on the free paper button, that's it. <laughs> it's what? over. So I went on to um, YouTube and I saw... Actually, quite a few people were conversing, not just about the fact that Batchat um, is back, but about the fact that they now have a new viewing model, which is getting people to pay um, 99p Mm. to watch each of their episodes. So I I feel like I'm just not that invested in it. I wasn't being a hater when I was like, next video. I'm just, I'm not that invested Mm. in it. I'm, you know, my TV's a smart TV. Sometimes I'll go on YouTube because I don't like... The, the BS that's on regular programming. So I'm just flicking through and I'm just seeing what, what um, content is out there. But when it's like, you got to pay for it, I have to really want it, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I really wanted it, if I really wanted to see what Esther, pick me for Lana, is going to be saying... I will, then I would pay for it, but I'm not, I don't even think it's for my, for my demographic, to be honest with you. I think I'm probably not their target audience. I think I'm probably a bit too old, but that doesn't mean I hadn't watched it in the past. I have obviously, so that I'm, I'm cognizant of it now and can talk about the people who were on it. But I mean, I saw the, a lot of people on the, on the Twitter timeline talking about, why is it that people are so reticent to pay the 99p? And what, I mean, why do you think that is? I think it's because it started off free, yeah, basically. I think, I think it is. I think you pull people in with freeness and now it's like, oh, you know, it's 99p now per episode. If you want to watch it, you need mm. to pay here. Now, I don't have an issue with them, you know, monetizing, you know, their thing. That's totally up to them. But mm. I need to make a decision whether or not the the content that they produce is enough for me to want to put my hand in my pocket mm. and give them ninety nine p. And for me, it's not. Mm-hmm. Like I wish them all the best because in this post Brexit area era right now, mm-hmm. we don't know what's going on mm. with you know money and how how we're gonna make it. Mm. However, for me personally. I'm out. I'm I'm cool with like not seeing Lucas mm. screaming at another black girl. I'm cool with you know um, Esther not being the centre of the tension and getting into beef with the other girl. Was no, no. I'm cool with that. I don't need to see these people. I definitely don't need to need to pay them 99p mm. for you know for the pleasure of it. Yeah. But if other people want to support that, that's that's totally up, up to them. I'm yeah. Like, I d- I mean I definitely can't knock not against it. Their hustle. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not of the of the mind that you have to support everything that's black because what if, what if Batchat was actually pants but yeah. they turn around and were like oh you should just support us because it's black people doing it no yeah. I don't I don't subscribe to that you need to produce something that's of quality if I'm out there and I'm buying from other people they have to give me something that is of quality that is how I use 
my money. It's no different to anybody else. Yeah. It's, it's harder for us, obviously, because we don't have a history of um, kind of setting up businesses and understanding mm. that, you know, you should spend within your own community so that the money can actually sustain and go round. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of shady people out there who think they can just ride the wave of just being black and expect me to give them my hard-earned cash. Yeah. Not going to happen. That's what, I w- that's what I wanted to expand the discussion to because there's always, at times, at these flashpoints, <laughs> I'm going to call it, these flashpoints of um, where there's this topic of a black business looking at its black patrons and saying, support me financially, pay, pay me my money, (laughs) hand me money. And there, there is, there always seems to be then one school of thought where it's by, as you kind of just touched upon as well, that the black pound doesn't stay within the black community Mm. long enough and that can perhaps be explained because we spend too quickly outside of our community Mm -hmm. and thus people then create the argument that no we must support our black businesses Mm. we must spend on black businesses and i get that and i also get that um being a small business owner or a small to medium business owner is not, it's not easy mm. in these times. As you said, we don't know what lays ahead. If we are coming out of the EU, we, we're already in a precarious position. We've just come from a global recession, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So we know that if I just label it one time, times are hard and they might get harder. Um, so that's another reason why maybe people are saying, well, you got to support black businesses, but then, there is there is also a part of me that just says i'm only i'm working in a free market here mm. i'm only going to buy that which i want yep i don't want to consume black chat unless it's free mm. and i ain't got nothing else doing mm. so i'm not going to pay money for it does that make me bad does that make me a non supporter no. Then there's a school of thought whereby people will also will go one step further and say, no, no, Shez, you got to support. You just got to buy from black businesses just so that it keeps them afloat. Mm. Um, I don't know if I subscribe to that point no, of view. I don't either. I'm sorry. When I hear that, it just it makes me cringe. Produce a, a quality product. Yeah, yeah. And, and I hear what people. Sorry, I hear. Sorry to interrupt. I hear what people are saying about those that have already paid and they've watched it. Mm. I can imagine the quality in terms of the sound, in terms of the visuals. Is probably yeah, people are really saying good. it's better. Yeah. My issue is that the content they produce in terms of the the. Um, the topics and the pants. and the characters we yeah, can call them characters like, in I this just, sense. I'm not paying for that's yeah. that's ex- essentially that is I'm not paying for glitz if I want to watch glitz glamour people in so I can watch Tawi for that if I want to yeah. like if you're gonna make me put my hand in my pocket mm. let me see what topics you come up with mm. I can watch the Grapevine TV which has amazing topics amazing and who are far more intelligent and far more. Um, 
kind of they they think a lot more critically yeah. than any of those panel any of the panel members on Backchat. Not to True disrespect that. them too much, but that's that's more for me. So I'm happy to do that, and they're actually happy to produce the show and not charge people for it because they know that there are other ways for them to make. Um, money yeah. rather than literally asking their subscribers to put their hand in their pocket mm. and block and you know and actually pay for it. Mm, so mm, for mm. me, I'm over there more than I am with the the back chat thing. I think if you've initially started off, you know, producing this content and giving it to people for free, I think I personally think you should have remained that way and found another means of trying to get your revenue in. Yeah, I think I kind of agree with you. I definitely think I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, because there are so many different ways that you can. Once it's on there, the, the, the avenues that open up, and I'm sure probably loads of avenues opened up for Batchat for them to make to make money. So I don't know who came up with this idea. I, I don't know if it's, if it's sustainable because they don't have the... the they don't have the, the level of um, kind of... Uh, what's it? Knowledge about just kind of things that are going on in the world to create different topics and mm. to create different, you're going to go over the same thing. I can imagine they're probably doing 50 different shows based on who you should pay on the first date. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving mm-hmm. you any mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. not a pound or 50 pence for that. The only way I can see them taking it further if they make it, I don't want to say this, more ratchet and have more people in the panel arguing with each other. Oh my and gosh. I'm definitely not paying for that. <laughs> definitely not paying no for way. that. No way. And also as well, I can see somebody online recording that and putting it on there. I'm going to get to see it I don't even know why that hasn't been done already. Anyway, it's probably been done. I'm sure the first episode, somebody probably uploaded it on YouTube <laughs> no, right now. On Mr. Work. Probably. Think about how did we all get here in this country in the UK? How did we all get to watch um, Surviving R. Kelly? Oh, no. We don't have uh, we don't have lifetime. We don't have lifetime, but yeah, we all watched it. Yeah, let me tell well, you. We is resourceful. Mr. World premiere and broken silence that day i'm sure their their ratings went through the roof yeah. i don't know how much money they got from that they must have coined it in yeah the uk was were, were, that's were why that they don't need to course. charge nothing they just find their little way of adding it and i'm sure they got p mm. bare p from mm. that because i think they were doing numbers so this this is back chat that is i'm sure they were mm. doing numbers um good numbers for the the yeah. free to view series yeah they were which is why i'm YouTube. saying did you actually have to charge people mm. well couldn't they have created uh, their own site because i know obviously youtube yeah. takes such no i know but then and then have adverts running on that site rather than do you see what i mean well, I don't know. what this new series is set in cyprus mm. so right 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 so okay just to pay for honey like to get on a right really it's like a full thing mm. i haven't finished it Right, let's watch it now. Let's watch it now. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, I'm joking. so we can't really we can't yeah. really review it. But on mm. the on the issue of supporting black businesses, there's also I I know it's such a stereotype, but there is the whole thing about the service that you get in some from some black businesses as well mm. that can be <laughs> that laugh sound like a laugh of recognition that can like, be oh, I've been like, here before put off to um 
to wanting to, to, to patronise yeah. um, some black businesses. Yeah. And yeah. that's a problem. That that's needs to be problem. tackled. And in particular, the thing that comes to mind, and it comes to mind not just from personal experience, but it comes to mind knowing it's a thing because I've seen many a comedy sketch about it. Mm. We've seen it back in the days of... Um, what was that... that uh, the black comedy collective and it used to have the, the real McCoy, McCoy. Yeah. they did a sketch about it um, oh, they've done many I think Ms. Be- Ms. Ree's, um, Ms. Ree's, um Caribbean restaurant right I think, I think in, in <laughs> current in the current era like Big Nasty done some kind yeah. of skit about it and it is the service mm. and sometimes the looks and the demeanour and the quote unquote attitude that you might get when being served in a Caribbean takeaway mm. shop mm. now I'm not about that life. No, like, honestly, all. I have this thing and my, my niece has noticed it with me that if I go into a shop and I ask somebody that works in the shop a polite and general question and I get back some kind of hint of dismissiveness mm. or just no eye contact, some kind of rude, yeah, 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 you know, that kind of Mm-mm. hand movements, but no eye contact, no, you know, they won't engage with you. Yeah. She, she said she calls it the pause. Because <laughs> I just like, that's all I do. I just pause like. Mm. And in that moment, do you know what I'm doing? I'm considering. <laughs> I know what my friends think yeah. I'm should considering. I stay or should I stay? <laughs> but I've yeah. changed. No, my consideration is literally what you just said. Like, yeah. what's going on here? Then I have to think to myself, do you really want this? Do you really need this? And I don't just do it in black shops, to be honest with you. I do it in I do it everywhere. Shop. Like, I do it everywhere. respect my money and yeah. respect me. I'm yeah. in here. I'm trying to give you business. But right. you want to talk to me like I'm crap. You're right. mad. Right. No. I, can't, I can't do it. So that whole kind of um, support a black business regardless mm. kind of chews me up a bit because I don't, I don't know. Am I wrong? I don't do that. I can't do it. I need, um, you know, uh, you might say that I'm in a, You're in a service industry. I'm in a service industry. Do you know how much times inside in my head? I'm thinking, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I'm tired. I can't wait till court finished. Oh gosh. Like, um, I'm asking a, maybe a question. The client's talking about some other thing that we've just mm. covered. It's just, you know, but one, I have to keep it professional. Two, I always keep it polite. And three, they're pay, They're not, you know, maybe they might not be paying me, but they're my client. Like I'm here trying to impress. I'm the ambassador of my business. I am. When you see me, you see my business. Yeah, so I'm always yeah, trying yeah. to put my best foot forward. I always want people to come away with a great experience of um, having worked with me or having had me represent them or, or all the rest of it. So I just, I, I've, that's why I find it particularly difficult to buy into just support anyhow, mm. anyhow. It doesn't really matter. They could be rude, but as long as they're black, just support. I'm not nope. down with that. Because you know how much it's going to take out of me to give you my money yeah. after you've been rude to me? I can't do that. And then, like, get, your, and then get your change. Yeah. Back the <laughs> it's like, no. You profited off, <laughs> no. off me. 
Yeah. After you've been rude. Yeah, yeah I, can't. I can't do it. But I listen, I wish everybody on Bat Chat the be- all the best. Ditto. I hope that your fans do put their hand in your in their pocket and give you a pound. Yeah, because they've got a solid. I think yeah, they, you've got, got a, a fan solid base fan to do base. it. It's not for everyone, and I'm cool about not watching it. You know, yeah, um, and they're doing numbers. They did yeah. numbers. You don't on their need, other you don't need me and Cheryl. That's that's <laughs> you fine. Definitely you definitely really don't need me because um, I'm sure you've got your supporters, and I'm sure you will all do well. Right. Okay. So let's go on to Shady Corner versus You Are the Light. So Great. we can wrap this up. So Ahara Dave, Dave, is it Davis or Davies? I don't really care. Listen, let me tell you something. Yeah, never <laughs> in your life, <laughs> never in your life, talk on black women. Just shut the hell up. Oh you don't know lord, what you tell are me the story. So this idiot, yeah. Who is he? So he's a boxer, mm. right? He um, went, do you, are you familiar with Shaka Bars? Yeah, on, on Instagram. Yeah, so he, Shaka Bars, I think he's a, maybe like a social activist, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And he runs his own fruit company. I think he sells tropical fruit to people. Right. And he's very fit Does and he? Healthy. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. Know he's that. just launched it. Um, so basically he posted a picture of this, this, young, this young girl, a beautiful young girl. And I think, I can't remember what the caption, caption was below, but something implying that, you know, basically he wants to have offspring like this pretty little girl one day. So O'Hara decides to jump onto his page and I think he tags his girlfriend, who's, his girlfriend is white. Whose girlfriend? O'Hara. So saying, he tagged his own girlfriend? His own girlfriend right. saying, oh, wouldn't be nice to have, you know, a girl or a child that looks like this, basically. I'm, I'm paraphrasing it. I can't yeah. remember what exactly he said. And then Shaka responded to him, have you seen the movie Get Out or something like that? Yeah? Which is rude <laughs> and very disrespectful. Can we just say? Yeah. <laughs> Get Out. Yeah. So if you're familiar with, with the movie Get Out starring Daniel Kaluuya, you know what that's about. We'll get to that in a, in a, in a quick second. Mm-hmm. So basically, he didn't take too, too kindly to that, O'Hara. Mm-hmm. So he decides to jump on his page and then he, he says this. I'm going to read it out to you because I think you need to get the crux of it. Because mm-hmm. initially, when you start reading it, you think to yourself, oh, this isn't as bad as maybe... I thought, and then you get to the end. And this is where I'm like, you're a fool because you wanted this work. Oh, so it's gosh. okay. So he says, I, com- I commented on one of Shekhar posts. And since I've been receiving many messages like this, so many black women abuse me because, of my, wo- because my woman isn't black. There is no rule book to say that a black athlete must be with a black girl. Color is nothing. And the sooner we understand that, the world will be a better place. Angry at my woman because of what white people did to black people 200 years before she was born. Grow the F up. I'm usually quite about these things because... Um, I hate to talk about race, but in all re- realness, these pro-black women should work on themselves being... But why is work he on themselves, about women? Hang on, hang on. Work on themselves and being successful and maybe they will have more luck in attracting a man instead of spending 25 years of their lives being thoughts and having five different <gasps> baby dabbies by five different fathers and then complaining <sighs> about why nobody wants them. Make my woman feel good instead of abusing her so, and also wish us well. Excuse me? But where did that come from? But this is what I'm saying. I'm like... Is he saying that as a riposte to Shaka? Yes. So why didn't he... Why is he talking about black women when he... Shaka's a gut? I don't... This... I'm confused. I'm, I'm confused. I don't know if he's been getting insult, insulted by black women. Maybe he's wrapping that all up with Shaka as well. 
because maybe I don't know some black women be coming at him mm. because he's been dating this white girl mm. that potentially that could happen but even so I'm sorry that's I'm sorry. too much no that's, no, that's way too, too much. much are you mad so just like I just thought to myself there's so much in this and then he actually had the nerve to jump onto YouTube and did an entire video responding to it my thing is this okay by your own admission you've said that you've had people coming into your DMs black people white people disagreeing with the fact that you're with this white woman how is it that now it's only now that's when you decide to jump on your instagram page to jump to set up an actual youtube account to address this if you've had white men coming at you calling you every racist name under the sun why didn't you address that then mm-hmm. why is it you've only found the oomph to go at black women calling us thoughts and telling us we've got multiple kids for multiple different men do you know what the I'm... irony in all that? Sorry, the irony in all that. Apparently, the woman that he's with, she has a child for another man. So, oh, is she a thought as well? This is what I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> is she? I don't know how. I don't know why it is that um, black men, some black men, when they choose to date outside their race, have to then make a point Mm. of being so disparaging about black women i don't understand the harmony between those two positions Mm. because when people start talking about oh yeah it's just a preference it's just a preference it's a preference okay that's fair enough but how come suddenly as well as having that preference you also seem to have this deep hatred of black women Mm. so definitely we got to say that anyone who's still harboring that self-hatred in 2019 we're building you a permanent shack you've got to go in there just stay in there locked in the shady shady corner never come out because that was the most ridiculous thing i'm like if you've got a problem with shaka take it up with shaka we didn't send for you but the fact that you sent for us because if you see his um comments on his um instagram page it is an utter mess black women are annihilating him left right and center good and then what was funny to me is that when he actually did the youtube video this is how stupid the man is he was trying to explain the story and he said oh you know if you've seen the movie get out then you'll know that it's about white people um practicing witchcraft on black men so that they can turn turn them into sex slaves i was like my G, which movie did you watch? <laughs> what the... did you watch? So you know what? This is it. This is this is <laughs> Maybe what that's happened. what you wanted to happen. I don't know what kind of fetish you've got going on, but you've actually said a lot in your statement and in your YouTube video that lets me know that you do have a problem with black women. Initially, yeah. your problem started did start with Shaka, and he was out of order for saying that. But you've literally just spilled everything out how you actually feel, this is how you feel. Yeah. It didn't take Shaka for him to say, it didn't take much for, all Shaka said is, have you seen Get Out? That was it. That's all of four words and you're writing four paragraphs about black women. Yeah. That says a lot. You don't like us. You don't. You don't. And actually, I don't think you like yourself. Yeah. And there's a certain amount of erasure that you'd like to take place within yourself. But it ain't gonna happen, boo-boo. You You a dominant G. With your own baby, (laughs) baby mama, um, Who's, you know, I'm sure he's your milk and magnesia, but that's a, for another 
another subject for another day. So you can live in the shady corner. That was so out live, of order. Live. Don't you ever. Right. Never. So let's let's counter that with who So we're going to counter that with actually bigging up an amazing light. black woman, or several black women, actually, several black young women. Um, a London State School has, has secured 41 Oxbridge um, offers, which is absolutely amazing. Amazing. 41. That's brilliant. 41. One of the girls in question, her name is Dorcas um, Shodindi, I think I pronounced it incorrectly. I do apologise. But she um, basically... She, yeah, she's one of the many people that's been selected. Um, she's going to study law at Oxford University. Um, her school is called Brampton Manor, which is in East London. Shouts out to East London. Um, so apparently there's been a number of schools um, based um, in like Newham, some of the poorest boroughs in London. A lot of them have been selected to, um, to attend. So congratulations to them. I'm sure they won't be producing any multiple kids for any multiple dads because they are winners and they are leaders. Amen. So good luck to the... Oh, this is amazing. I'm looking at the picture and may now. they all reside in the light. So what's the name of the school again? Brampton. The name of the school is called Brampton Manor. So Brampton Manor are going into the light this yeah. week and for their amazing school. achievements. Yeah. And also, I think I believe the head is a black woman. Yeah. So she's definitely living in the light for this week. So to all achievers and believers out there, we want you back here next week on this podcast. Two girls in a mic. But for this evening, we are out. Bye.